Let me tell you about AR500. They are commercial sponsor uh, for the Blaze coverage this uh, this hour. AR500 is something I never thought I would ever have to advertise on the air, and it is armored protection. It is it's uh, bulletproof vests, bulletproof blankets for your children. It is it's a crazy crazy world. Um, it used to be because I've been buying it now for about twenty years. It used to be extraordinarily expensive. Um, right now, AR five uh, AR five hundred uh, armor has uh, stuff that's designed that can uh, stop multiple hits from something as big as an M eighty rifle round and other armor piercing rounds. Please check this out at ar500armor.com slash a3. It's affordable. You may end up in a situation where you might need this. ar500armor.com slash a3. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Today is the day that I want to hear from you at 888-727-BECK. What are you feeling? How can we help? What do you need more of, less of? What stories or questions do you have that maybe we can follow and help you? We are here to serve you. And every once in a while, just so I can stay in lockstep with you and know where you are, I open up the phone so I can hear directly from you. America, today is the day for your voice to be heard and actually listened to. 888-727-BEZK. Call us now. You remember back to a time when you weren't worried about your financial future? Jeez. Oh, my wife and I were talking about this last night, going over all the bills and everything else. We're like, geez, what do we do? What do we do? If, the, if it feels like the bottom could fall out from under your feet at any second, what can you do to get the feeling of security back? Well, cut your expenses. That's one. But maybe you've already... Maybe you've already cut them to the bone. So now what? May I suggest you call American Financing. This is a company that's been helping people just like you with home loan options for over two decades. And they care about saving you money. Whether it's refinancing your mortgage for a lower fixed rate, providing other types of loans, or even just helping you find ways to raise your credit score, which is so incredibly important right now. Look, you can get out from underneath those credit cards and even if your credit score is not the best, please just call them. They can help you. 
American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So... John is calling us from New Hampshire, and uh, he's a truck driver. Hi, John. Welcome. Hi. How's it going, uh, Glenn? No, Very I'm good. actually in Connecticut right now. I'm uh, driving an 18-wheeler, and uh, the cost uh, for people that owner-operators, I'm, luck- I'm fortunately and blessed by Jesus Christ to be a uh, truck driver here. Mm. And, uh, you know, we got to give them thanks and praise. Um, but, you know... These owner-operators, I'm a truck driver, and, you know, every, everything co- has a cost. When you buy that candy at the store, right now I'm hauling fish. I'm, full, I'm hauling uh, 42,000 pounds. And I just wow. went to go to the fuel station. It cost me $379 for 59.8 gallons of fuel. Wow. Uh, or, no, it was 200 and, uh, no, 370, uh, 321 and I bought death at $4.49 a gallon. Mm. And I bought 14 gallons of that, so that that's why the the added price is 3.79. Jeez. So, I I mean, I have to go somewhere else. I can't. I mean, my company can't afford to uh, keep going, so I have to go to a you know a place in Pennsylvania to fill up the rest of the fuel. Um, and we, it doesn't have to be this way. And uh, the regulations on truck drivers are um, tough. The the DEF fluid it pollutes the environment Cal- mm-hmm. california made it mandatory um good job nancy pelosi on that and uh you know now they realize that it's actually a negative impact uh for the environment it's not going away truck though it doesn't last as long no it's definitely not mm-hmm. as long as they as long as they have the reins in this economy they're going to continue uh strangling our necks and and suffocating us uh, with our taxes and their legislation, and I'm blessed to ha- have you on the radio. I'm blessed to be part of your radio station right now. Thank you. Don't want to take too much time. And uh, I'm blessed to have people like you and uh, Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh, God bless his soul, and other people that fight hard. You guys are the, the future of the uh, America, along with Trump and DeSantis. Right. And we need to run a, we I, need to run a ticket. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. We need to run a ticket. Yeah, we need to run a, uh, a, a MAGA conservative or just a conservative ticket. Uh, you know, we have Chris in New, New, New Hampshire. Hmm. We have uh, B- Bunduck uh, in, I think he's running for uh, Senate or Congress. Senate. And then Senate. we have uh, uh, Caroline Levette, and she's, uh, she's a, uh, she was an advisor for Trump. And uh, she, these people are great. And uh, I just... I was during the phone call there, the 40 seconds there, I bought a, um, a thing from Starbucks. Not that I really care for them. They're kind of a liberal company, but, uh, $6 and 46 cents for, for an iced tea, uh, lemonade. So I don't know. Yeah. I I don't know what people are going to do. I know. Uh, John, thank you very much for checking in. Uh, I, I don't know what, um, people are going to do. This is, people should know this is by design. This is the largest transfer of wealth um, ever. And it is not going to the little guy. It is going to the big guys. This is a massive change in the entire Western world. It is, it is happening. I, I, 
I want you to know that what is happening with our fuel, if you're going to pump the gas, you've seen that our fuel price is down. However, that's just because we're draining the oil from our strategic reserves. It, we, we are sitting here at a time for the first time in, <clears throat> since I was in high school. Are we worried about possible nuclear war? And yet we are draining our entire strategic oil reserve. We have auctioned off another 10 million barrels and uh, we're delivering the oil from November 1st through November 30th. So we're bringing this we're, we're releasing all of this to our own detriment. And why are we doing it? We're only doing it because the election is here. And if if it does continue into December and January, that then is just putting us behind the eight ball. God forbid something happens. This is immoral what's going on. In Europe, what a surprise. They, the EU has now uh, proposed a Supply Chain Emergency Powers Act. Whenever a government asks for emergency powers, be aware. Uh, the companies now in Europe are going to be made to prioritize production of key products and stockpile goods under draft EU rules that would give Brussels emergency power to tackle supply chain crisis. Is your solution more government? If your solution is more government and more emergency powers, then by definition, you are on the fascistic side. If you believe in the free market, if you believe in the average person and reducing the burden on the average person from a federal government, then you are not on the fascistic side. They're saying, listen to this. We need new tools that allow us to act fast and collectively at whatever kind of uh, risk we might face. Hmm. Okay. That's good. Sure. Now, what's happening? Because of not the war, but because of the Paris Accords, France and all of Europe started going to green energy, renewable energy. It is not stable, nor can it produce the amount of energy that is needed. Then you add one crisis on top. One. You don't have a secure life if you are only based on one, uh, one source. If you only have, there's no backup for your entire life. You're in trouble. You're in real, real trouble. Right now, they are shutting factories down. And they're shutting these factories down because they can't afford the fuel to keep them running. And there's a great story from um, Yahoo Finance today. Firewood is the new gold. The new goal. Gold. What? Firewood. Right now, 
countries in Europe are facing a very, very cold winter, the possibility of no energy. So people theft and firewood are the two biggest things right now. People are people are being broken into their houses are being broken into people are stealing whatever they can and people who are trying to survive are just holding on to firewood the energy prices in europe have climbed as much as a thousand percent one thousand percent now If the people in charge of the EU actually cared, they would see what a disaster the Paris Accords have been and they would back away. But they're not. Right now, as they're asking for emergency powers, the EU is upgrading its commitment to the Paris Agreement climate target. So they're saying we're going to reach it even faster than promised. What does this mean for us? <clears throat> why are you paying for why are you paying the price you're paying at the gas pump? We have more oil than Saudi Arabia. Why are you about to pay what you're going to pay for heat? If you have gas, heat, why? Why are you paying so much for natural gas or LP? Why? We have more natural gas and LP than than anybody and anybody. We can put more natural gas into a tank and put it at your house or run a line to your house than anybody else. Why are you paying for more? Natural gas prices have doubled just this year. The price now for fuel and for uh, an hour of power at your house is up 124%. In New England, up 96%. Why? Because the elites feel that their solution is the right solution. The problem is the elites. The people who think they know better than you. I don't think I or anyone else knows better than you for what you are facing. What is happening in Europe this winter will be here next winter. Winter is coming. And we now have politicians all over the world that are just playing Game of Thrones. That's it. That's what this is all about. Did you notice how the people suffered when they're playing Game of Thrones? Did the, did the little people ever, were they ever part of consideration? We're, we're going back to a feudal system. We're going back to the, we're on the road to serfdom. And 
as soon as we stop trapping ourselves in this uh, game that uh, Republicans are Nazis and uh, and everybody else, everyone who's a Democrat is a communist, we're, we're never going to get past it. The real problem are the leaders all over the world. That's the problem. The ones who are making the Paris Accord Agreement, the ones who are making the agreement for ESG, the people in power at the biggest corporations, the biggest banks, and the governments of the world. You didn't have any part of it. Did you even know what ESG was? Most people at banks didn't even know what it was a year ago. So who came up with it? When was it decided? Back in just a minute. I love working with companies that not only provide the highest level of service, but also are on the same page as I am. It's um, increasingly rare, but it makes it all the better when you find one. Patriot Mobile is one of my favorite companies. Patriot Mobile, their goal isn't just to give you a cheaper and better experience with cell phones, um, which they do, but also to stand with you in defense of our American liberties and values. Look, there's not going to be anybody left in the stands. If you think I can sit this one out, you're sadly mistaken. And unfortunately, if you don't get out of the stands now and onto the field and choose a side, you're going to end up on the wrong side. There is nothing to fear and everything to gain for your children and your children's children. Get on the field and support those companies that are fighting with you. If you have cell service now, cancel it and switch and go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck, 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. They weren't invited over to Davos, nor would they have gone. They aren't for ESG. They're not the ones planning. They're trying to help you plan your life. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call them now. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, station ID. Oh, uh, yeah. By the way, did you hear there's going to be a a beer shortage here in the U.S. That's going to make people happy. Oh, yeah. Exactly yeah. what we need right now. Yeah. We apparently are having a shortage of CO2. Yeah, because I, I read about this. This Does this hit soda? Does this hit uh, everything? Or is it just uh, it, beer? It says the brewers across the country mm. are now saying that there's production delays. Um, they are planning to switch to nitrogen. But isn't nitrogen something that we're not supposed to do because of um, because of the global warming thing? We can't we can't make things out of nitrogen, right? Because like like fertilizer, we're not supposed to use nitrogen. Mm, I've, we're not supposed to use anything. It seems like when it comes to global warming. Wow. So the more you drink, the more you forget about global warming. Though that's what people forget. No, that's the solution to global. I'm just warming. I'm ready for flat beer. Yeah, <laughs> I just have everyone. It's gonna have Guinness. Can I make it's a serious flat. plea? Mm-hmm. If you're if you're an alcoholic right now, slow down. 
Okay, if you're on the road to alcoholism, just slow down. It's been a big Cut issue your through, drinking down. through the pandemic. Yeah, you I know, know. People really Cut your drinking increased down. it. And- no, you're, you're going to need all that booze probably in a year from now. So, <laughs> so save it, okay? Don't, so you're not saying stop drinking. You're saying conserve Cut way, your way alcohol. down. Just conserve <laughs> your alcohol content and, and preserve. There's a short period of time where you get blackouts. Okay, a very short period of time. Really? At the end of them, you die, mm-hmm. okay, if you don't stop. But, you know, sure, you're going to stop before you die. So You uh, can control it. If sure. you wanted to, you could stop tomorrow. Absolutely. Everything's fine. <sighs> I'm not really an alcoholic. No. Because I could have stopped at any time. Look at you me. Just I chose did. not to. Right. You chose not to because you enjoy it. It, it helps you relax. It takes the edge off. That's right. You know? That's right. And uh, so save that. Save that. So save the blackout period mm-hmm. for the time that is coming that you'll mm-hmm. want to forget. And you know what? Um, I can't remember. What is it? 10,000 pounds that we have uh, uh, that we've confiscated in the last uh, eight months at the border of fentanyl. Mm. And most of it is deadly. Think of that as like a little cyanide capsule. You know, you might need mm. you might you might need to just pop that in the back and crunch down on it at some point. You villains! <laughs> you will answer the questions. <laughs> Uh, I'm just saying. So there's a lot of good things happening right now. Yeah, I talked to somebody uh, the other a couple, I don't know, a couple weeks ago now, and he said, you know, if I forever had, we were talking about some terrible story about someone who died of cancer, and they had like a, a cancer, um, you know, uh, diagnosis and knew the end was near. And he said, you know, I think if I had that, I'd I'd really go on a, on a real drug tour. I'd really. <laughs> I'd go for it. I I mean, the downsides of heroin are long term. Right. Right. So if you know you're dying in two months, why not just go for it? Nah. Why not just just try the heroin, see what it's like. See what happens. People think it's great for the first couple months. Right. Right. So you can leave your kids with that legacy of dad really liked heroin. (laughs) More than us, apparently. (laughs) Dad was like, it's not so bad, kids. It's not so bad. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You can learn. You don't know. Yeah. You've never had heroin. You've done lots of stuff. You've never had heroin. Wouldn't you like to try it? No, I would not. How do I get you on some heroin today? On the white horse today. No, not going to be riding. No? Not uh, saddling No chance. But no chance. What if you had some terrible medical diagnosis? Would you be like, you know, you know eh. this is weird that you bring this up. I had a dream last night. Mm. I had a, a really bad dream last night that I died, that I got a diagnosis. Oh, my gosh. Riddled with cancer. It's obviously. And and died. I know that's good news oh. for you, but it was. Well, I think it's a sign you need to try some heroin. <laughs> I mean, I do the math. The Glenn Beck Program. Brian lives in Alabama. He writes in about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, after taking Relief Factor for three weeks, I found that at least 90% of my pain is gone. It was beginning to limit my mobility and ability to get things done at work and at home. I was amazed at the relief that I've gotten. I should have started taking Relief Factor a year ago when I first heard about it on your show. Brian, I heard about it on The Blaze for like three years, so... I'm the bigger dummy, man. Uh, It is. I I understand why people are like, this isn't going to work. Okay. I get it. I really do. I was there. My wife forced me to take it or she wouldn't. I'm not going to listen to your whining anymore. Except she said it like this. I'm not going to listen to your whining anymore. I'm like anything that would make that voice stop. I'll take Uh, it's. It's Relief Factor. Try it now. <laughs> ReliefFactor.com. She loves it mm. when I... And people say she doesn't sound like that, mm, which really, you haven't heard her enough. 
relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief 800 4 relief relieffactor.com Is Glenn going to die of a terrible disease? His dreams say so, and probably Tanya's too. Uh, get the final shows at blazetv.com slash Glenn. I'm so glad. So glad that you joined us today. Thank you so much for listening. We've got... Uh, We've got some special news for you. Vladimir Putin's giving a speech tonight, uh, and he's going to address the you know Russian uh, war in in Ukraine and whether or not they're just going to say you know what Ukraine's ours or not uh, some something along those. At least that's what we think. The last time he gave this speech like this, positioned this way, was when he said, "Yeah." Ukraine is ours, and they went in for the right. special operation. Special military, not a war. No, not a, a war. special not. military not. operation. Not. So either he's probably going to say we're escalating this uh, this war in some way, now, why or would they say that? maybe he's just going to say we're going to go home. You know, we've had you know what mm-hmm. we we've had our fill of Ukraine, and it wasn't all that we dreamed it would mm-hmm. be, and mm-hmm. and and we're just going to leave or just take the territory that we have mm-hmm. now, and that's it, and. I, I don't believe either one of those is probably what it's going to be, but that's well, a speculation. Well, I, I mean, look, what have we done? What have we done? You know, um, we we have sent over 1,400 Stinger and anti-aircraft systems. Okay. Uh, well, so that's 8,500 I mean, 8, Javelin okay. and anti-armor systems. Okay, so 8,500 um, plus 1,400. 30, 32,000 other uh, anti-armor systems. All right. But, uh, I mean, that's a lot. 700 but... Switchblade Tactical Unmanned Aerial Systems, 126 uh, 155 millimeter howitzers, okay, well, and they're... up to 806,000 uh, ar- <laughs> artillery rounds. All right. Well, so, but, so there has been a well, significant... Then there's also the 2,000 precision-guided uh, 155 mil- uh, millimeter artillery rounds that we're sending, and the other howitzers, 180,000 artillery rounds for those howitzers, and then the tactical vehicles to tow the howitzers, and then 22 tactical vehicles to recover equipment, and then 16 high-mobility art- um, artillery rocket systems and ammunition. But this uh, is not but our then war. we have the... 20 120 millimeter mortar systems and uh, 85,000 rounds of the mortars and then 1500 tube launched optically tracked wire guided tow missiles and uh, four command post vehicles, eight national advanced uh, surface to air missile systems uh, and ammunition for that. And that's the, significant, but I don't think in the high speed anti radiation uh, missiles, the harms, then the. 20 mi-17 helicopters um and then the hundreds of armored high mobility multi-purpose wheeled vehicles uh four trucks eight trailers to transport uh, transport other heavy equipment uh 200 uh m113 armored personnel ca- uh, carriers 40 max pro mine resistant ambush protected vehicles Mine clearing uh, equipment uh, systems, 10,000 grenade launchers and small arms, uh, over huh, over 60 million rounds of small arms ammunition, 75,000 sets of body armors and helmets, uh, approximately 700 Phoenix Ghost tactical unmanned aerial systems, 
then the Phoenix Kamikaze drones, the laser guided rocket systems, the Puma unmanned aerial systems, the 15 scan Eagle unmanned aerial systems. I mean, I could go on. I'm halfway through the list. That's incredible. (laughs) I'm halfway through the list. And, you know, this is totally separate speculation, but there is some speculation that maybe uh, Vladimir Putin's going to say, you know, we're not just at war with Ukraine. <laughs> what would make you say that? I don't know. Maybe huh. I am throwing this out here. Maybe a bunch of your children here in Russia have been killed by weapons from the United States. And Which, perhaps we should be viewing them as a direct no. opponent in this particular He's gonna battle. He's going to say we're getting out. He's going to say we're getting out. Good, good. So, because uh, I because I, I've come back to this, and we've talked about it a little bit yesterday. We showed where uh, we played the video of uh, what a nuclear escalation looks like from a tactical nuke all the way up to basically civilization being did we destroyed. Ever pull that um, from for TV. Not sure no. if we did. Uh, see if you can pull that for tomorrow's show. Because while yes, all the things we talk about on a daily basis are very important. There's a lot mm-hmm. of big stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I talked yesterday mm-hmm. on on my show about the the shop teacher with the uh, mm-hmm. gigantic uh, prosthetic bazumbas, mm-hmm. um, who's uh, in in a Canadian school, mm-hmm. uh, who was formerly a man and and now is apparently a trans woman, who's just strapping on giant prosthetic bosoms every yeah. day and wearing like, them to school. Gigantic, like, like beach balls with a grape at the end of each. Yes. Okay. I, yeah. I I mean, the the largest, I mean, Anna Nicole Smith times five. I, yeah, I don't know what least. the, it's know, ridiculous. completely ridiculous. From, from the shoulders to right? the waist. And, and look, is that an important story? Sure. It's showing something culturally that is uh, very, very disturbing. disturbing. Um, but we are currently, just to, to remind you of Put this. Put a fine point <laughs> on this. a fine point on okay, this. Okay, all right. What we have right now is a situation where the country with the most nuclear weapons in the world Mm -hmm. is in a war, a special military operation with Ukraine. Hmm. Ukraine is now starting to push back and take large swaths of territory and kill thousands and thousands of Russian soldiers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the desperation is setting in a little bit here with Russia. Well, and and the fact that... uh Putin is threat. His life is being threatened yep. in his own personal security force. Many people were arrested, mm. uh, and uh, the man—they're on vacation now. The I man think. known as his brain and top advisor was there was an attempted assassination on him, Alexander mm-hmm. Dugan. His yeah. daughter was murdered in this uh, in yeah. this particular incident. Yeah. So lots going on in his life, and. Now he can go, he can either just say, you know, gosh, I tried this and it didn't work out. Please reelect me. He could try that approach. Or he can try to escalate the villains here and say that we're actually the villains and we're the ones who are who are causing all of this harm to their country, to their economy and everything else, which of course he's done partially, but he could escalate that. And what I would remind you of, again, this is the country with the most nuclear weapons in the world. Who's the, talking about them an awful lot? Talking about them a lot. The only thing separating us from nuclear annihilation is the restraint of Vladimir Putin and the competence of the Biden administration. Those are the two (laughs) things in between you and a mushroom cloud right now. They seem 
suboptimal. Sub, <laughs> sub, a little suboptimal. Sub yes, yeah. and I. It's not what I would be hoping no. would be the gate that would be holding those things back. Exactly, right. because I don't see the Biden administration <laughs> as competent or Vladimir Putin as restrained. They neither one of them seem to do the two things they need to do. And you know what's interesting is war would benefit both sides. I don't know that I see nuclear from wars their, benefiting no, from their point of view. You can argue it from their point of view. I don't. I don't see how it would benefit no, us. It, no, it, it wouldn't. From their point of view, mm. first of all, I mean, look at it from a Malthusian point of view. Look at what they're doing to food. Look at what they're doing to food. Why is this not a problem? Look at what they're doing to energy. We're about to go into a very cold winter and energy. The prices are through the roof. You will have more people burned to death in house fires. You will also have uh, you also have people freeze to death, especially over in Europe. What does that do? Remember, Charles Dickens wrote the lines in Scrooge because of what he was seeing happening. Does this not just reduce the surplus population? All of these things go to a, a to play into the hands of people who think there are too many people on earth. So it works to our advantage. Okay. Some people starve to death. Some people freeze to death. They die of heat stroke. It's just reducing the surplus population and helps the planet. I don't mean nuclear war on our side, but I do. I do believe this administration wouldn't mind war. And I'm being kind. They wouldn't mind war. But it, it was on my list. Remember the six or seven things that I said had to happen before a new world order. It's the last one. You have to have a war to justify all of the changes that are being made. Now, it may just be the biggest war. This is our World War II climate change, but I don't think so. And there's that, you know, phrase from back in the, the Wilson era of the perpetual state of war. Right? Correct. This, this idea that if you can achieve a perpetual state of war, you can make all the societal changes needed without... The casualties without mm-hmm. all the death and destruction uh they've never really been able to find that i mean climate change is the clearest thing that they constantly are putting us on a war footing over right they, they want to want us to change everything in our lives because of climate change and i think that's a very clear attempt at achieving that idea but a real war does it without question and let me ask you why is there no one on the face of the earth that's a major power that is saying hey you know what um, I think you guys are headed. Everyone's in lockstep. You know there's trouble when everyone is in lockstep. Globally, all of the leaders, they're split in two. Lockstep with Russia and China or lockstep with us. Um, that, 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 I think, is a problem that there's not one person in the West that is backing up and saying, hey, 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 guys, guys, guys. Maybe we shouldn't get involved in everybody's business. There's no one preaching that. Yeah, very few. Very few. On a world leadership scale, 
I mean, there are some preaching that in yeah. our Congress and Senate. Sure. But as a world leader, there's no country saying, hey, guys, back oh, off. Even this, this is Switzerland yes. is involved in this. They've Switzer- even changed policies. Switzerland, Switzerland right now is has changed their law that you must prepare for war. You must prepare your nuclear fallout shelter. By law, everybody had to have a nuclear fallout shelter. And they're saying you must prepare that and make sure that it has food and water and everything in it. Are you kidding me? It's a big, big change. We're seeing in Germany has reversed 30 years of, of what they were doing as far as foreign policy. Um, this has changed the entire world. And, you know, look, I, part of me, and I think part of everybody is tempted by the idea, well, this is a war that's going on over there. And like, you know, all the things that you see the war coverage and you see the sad stories out of Ukraine or whatever. And like at some, at some point it hits you in a way that feels maybe, maybe even important, but distant. But like, you really, you really think about this as Vladimir Putin, if, Vladimir Putin feels desperate, which I think he's getting down that road. Oh yeah, uh, in a big way. He's in a he's a he's backed into a corner with his own people. And you know, look, there is a line, right? There is some acceptable line that we put up with at war, where the your enemies, your competitors in the world, can give assistance to the actual war opponents. And we sort of put up with it, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, think of Afghanistan with the Soviet Union, right? Mm-hmm. We, we were helping the other side of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we know those things go on. But we are, how far can we push with this? We've given them 60 some odd billion dollars. I mean, this is not, and we're doing it publicly. We're announcing it every day. You just read a list of how many bullets we sent to Ukraine. The, the precise oh, and the aerial number. drones right. and everything else. Yeah, you, I mean, you know, ev- we know every little thing we've done here, or at least a lot of it. And if we know it, obviously Vladimir Putin does knows it, and he can certainly use that as justification that it's not just Ukraine; it's us too. And once we're in an actual war where bullets are flying and missiles are flying and drones are falling and all the things that go on during war, the fact that we're tied to a direct war with Russia. It, all it takes is incompetence, anger, uh, cooler heads not prevailing a couple of times, and we are in a really oh. desperate situation. The good news is we haven't had that kind of, you know, miscalculation on a you know, war footing or anything involving the Pentagon for a long, t- for a long time. It's been almost what a year and two months, uh, and uh, who doesn't have confidence in the leadership of the Pentagon or Security Council or NSA mm-hmm. or CIA mm-hmm. or the administration? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm loaded with confidence. Uh, let me tell you, about our sponsor this half hour, it's Rough Greens. Why didn't you just moan there at the end? You have no, there's <laughs> sometimes I, there's audible? No, yeah, there's no <laughs> okay. words left. You're just like, mm, I, don't, I don't want to hear that. Uh, all right. When you're feeding your dog, do they lick the bowl clean? Grab the old bag of kibble. Fill her up. Do they lick the bowl clean? My dogs uh, never have, never have, until I started putting rough greens on top of their kibble food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Uh, Dennis Black that you sprinkle on the dog food, chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. It's healthy for your dog. It's probably in rough greens. Most dogs love it 
uh, and they will go crazy for it. Some don't, I guess. The folks at Rough Greens want to make sure that you're not spending anything, not a dime on something that you're not going to use. So they're going to give you a free trial bag for your dog. Just feed it to them for a couple of days. Make sure that they like it. If they like it, then order uh, a real bag of of, uh, Rough Greens that will last you a month and you'll be able to see the difference in your dog. I'm telling you, within six months, it's a different lifestyle. With me, for Uno, it was almost two weeks Day one, he was licking the bowl. Two weeks, I started seeing changes. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. Steve in New Hampshire, you're on the Glenn Beck Program. We've got just about a minute. Go ahead, Steve. Good morning. How are you? Very good, sir. So 15 years ago, I was listening to your show. I was the owner of an aviation catering business up here. I had, uh, you know, fed the Obamas, the Clintons, and whatnot. And you were talking about a episode where you were called up on the floor of your Hamden apartment. Yeah. The powerhouse KC-101. Yeah. <laughs> it changed things for me. Um, it took seven years for me to get off the booze. But as of tomorrow, I'll be seven years sober. Uh, I completely changed my life. I'm remarried. I got the hell out of the cooking business. Um, I started a new job on Monday, moving up in the ranks, and uh, you changed things. I appreciate it. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for calling, Steve. That is so good. It just keeps getting better, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It's amazing. It is amazing. Thank you. You be good and keep up what you're doing. You got it. God bless. The only thing that could make it better is an ice cold beer. (laughs) (laughs) The Glenn Beck Program.